It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime. Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens. Hey, with an effective character, Sir Guy's sitting around talking about our personal experience and recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. And James here. The opinions are our own. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today, we'll be sharing our experience about traveling sober in this episode 193 of the Defective Characters podcast. Let's go. All right, all right. Last seven days. Last seven days. We're going to have a... Honestly, I didn't think we were going to be able to come together right now <laughs> over me. something really dirty. What did you no, 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 I'm not going to go to you. I'm going to hold the microphone over here, Dennis. Okay. Um, Smart idea. Uh, who is that? Was that the Beatles? Yeah. Come together, yeah. Absolutely. Was, you were a Beatles fan, weren't you, Dennis? Yeah. Okay, favorite Beatles song besides Yellow Submarine? Maybe Eleanor Rigby? Of course. All the lonely people. <laughs> yes. Mine was mine was when I'm sixty-four. That's that's a good song. Huh? I know, I was just I was diving deep because I knew we just talked about if there's a show, because uh, Dennis said, Oh, you guys see that succession's over? And I said, Don't spoil it for me, and it made me think of what show you were most sad that was over. And James, you said the Clone Wars, but then they came back years later and finished it. And Dennis, so does that count? The, huh? yes, it counts. It counts, Dennis. And you said what? Pushing Daisies, because it's it was like the first one that I like. It happened in the 2008 writer strike, right? And I got invested in the show, and I thought it was a really good, innovative, creative show. And then all of a sudden, the strike happened, and then the show never came back. So there was only one season. And you got that I invested? Think there was one or two seasons, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I was really upset when. I was going to say Cheers, but Cheers was over because a lot of people in Boston, I remember as a child, they had the, uh, the last episode of Cheers. And it was all the news stations were actually in Boston and the cast was actually there in, in Boston. So it was like really cool. And then you're like, wait, Ted Danson's bald? And then you saw that. <laughs> that was my big takeaway. In 1993, I'm like, wow. Does, does Cheers take place in Boston? That's where yeah. everybody knows your name. That's why I told the, you you should go. Isn't the actual bar still there? Like an, an operating bar? It is an operating bar. So there's two, okay? So there's the outside and then they made a Cheers bar Boston that looks like the chairs bar so Bull and Finch was the bar that they went to a bunch of cities around and saw uh, like and they walked in they go oh this is great this should be it this should be based in Boston and if you actually know the show fun fact Ted Danson and Shelley Long who played the two main character love interests they were originally it was not supposed to be a baseball player it was supposed to be a football player, but Ted Danson looked like more like a baseball player, so that's what they said. Does, Fun fact, I've cool. never seen a full episode of Cheers. Really? It's pretty good. They're only 22 yeah, that's minutes. Where, that's where Woody Harrelson got his start, 
And, like, I've been a fan of him since, like, the 80s when I was a child and mm-hmm. watched that show. He was the best character on that show. Yeah. It was, it was pretty, pretty good. Um, so, uh, anyway, that was a fun, fun detour. You'll get those a lot. If you're new to the show, you'll get those a lot. Right? Yeah, we, we do that. Uh, good amount. Last seven days, really cool. Something that uh, I haven't shared. I don't really believe in jinxes, but it just came up. And uh, so a while ago, I was trying to get a house with my fiance. We looked at some stuff, and she had some tax stuff she had to deal with. And we started again the last like week and a half, put an offer in on a house. And I think we're going to get the house. Hooray! I think hey, we got approved. Everything's set. She got an offer on her place that because of how crazy this shows you how unstable everything is. She, tr- she got an offer for her house uh, three months ago. Three months passed after going through the stuff where we had to like deal with some debt and pay that off. Then put it back on three months later. She got $20,000 more for the house nice. in just the last three months because they opened up a complex that was like right next door and those houses started 50000 more than hers. So it made everything go whoop, like way up. And also makes me feel like I don't know how the next generation, like your boys, James, how, how at all is that even possible? Right? It's not possible. No. They'll just make a lot of money and then be able to afford anything. What, do you, what advice do you give them? Because like, money-wise, like you and I are like, we, we like look at every dollar and it's like, oh, is this worth? Not that you don't, Dennis, but like seriously. Oh, yeah, I yeah. count my pennies every day. Yeah. What advice do you have? Do you give any? I'm not uh, qualified to give financial advice. Okay. Best answer. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I thought he was going to say, yeah, just go to the nearest casino, put it on black. Like let I it- said. <laughs> just let it roll. He said, he said that once, and that's why he can't give advice anymore. <laughs> Is that, yeah. I mean, my, they, don't, they don't call me, uh, you know, Michael Merrill Lynch for nothing, you know. <laughs> it's, nah, I'm not an investment banker. I do play one on TV. Uh, but that was the exciting news in the last... Uh, uh, last week um, let me see oh my daughter graduated from preschool that's pretty cool so uh, it was really expensive to pay to have her graduate you know, so. wait till college <laughs> no I mean I had decreased the palms of many people oh, is that what you're saying are you calling my daughter dumb yeah, no. I just thought it was going to be more expensive I didn't know you were bribing oh. preschool teachers yeah do you know me um, no, but it was it was really fun. Pre preschool uh, graduation went on a really long time. I know James is probably going to talk about a graduation that he's headed to uh, in only a few short hours. But like for real, graduations can uh, they can take a while. Took an hour and a half for uh, I think there was only fifty kids. So I'm like, just imagine. Sometimes they have like five hundred at big high schools. That would have been like nine and a half hours. I think my math is right. Um, but that was cool, and uh, four-day four work week for a lot of peeps. So, That's cute. so all pretty good. Dennis, how's everything? Dennis, everything's good. Where's Peaches? Peaches is at home. Actually, she was sleeping in front of my door when I came out. So that was she was probably lonely and why is your waiting. dad sleeping in front of your door? <laughs> Peaches is not my dad for the umpteenth time. Peaches is my dog. Oh. My dad's just her pet. Um, yeah, I mean, the past week was pretty good. I 
actually was like feeling pretty good all week. And then like the moment I got the text, that's like, hey, do y'all want to switch the time to earlier and do it in person rather than remote? I'm like, obviously, I'm cool with that. I'm happy with it, too. But for some reason, my freaking anxiety all of a sudden came out of nowhere and was like, what's going on? Change. Ah." So I had to battle that down. But that was fine. That, That didn't take long. And I feel great again. So all's good. Um, what do you got planned tomorrow? Tomorrow I'm taking James and Talitha to the airport at 12.30. And if that changes, I'll freak out. If it doesn't change, I'll be perfectly fine. <laughs> like, uh, no, but I've been, I've been busy actually working on something for the last week or so, which I'm excited about and I'm making progress out. It's really crappy at the moment, but I'm learning with each installment and hopefully we'll get good at it and then see what happens. I haven't told anyone about it yet. Actually, no, I told Don about it yesterday. Do you keep the darks with the darks? I actually did do laundry this morning. That was part of my anxiety because we were supposed to meet at one and I had a plan. I was going to do my laundry and take a shower and shave and then meet up with you guys. But y'all changed it. So I started my laundry and now I'm sitting here dirty and unshaven. So it is what it is. What are you pointing at? It's a lizard. Oh, it's a lizard. It's a lizard. Um, but yeah, other than that, all's good. I did not see the season finale of Succession or Barry. Because I don't have HBO anymore because they changed the app and James won't give me his password anymore. So, HBO for you. so now I sit alone in the corner at night and I cry. It's so sad. But I imagine that's what the, epi- the finales were like anyway. So, What about you, James? What are you doing? I just have Netflix now. That's it. I have Disney Plus and Netflix. Actually, no, you have Disney Plus because I have your Disney Plus. Oh, no. So that's going to be changed. No, please don't take <laughs> Disney Plus away from me. No. Wait, but I gave you, didn't I give you Peacock and Paramount Plus? You don't want that? I don't know. I, I don't watch TV. Well, <laughs> what are you doing? Nothing. Well, talk about, well, I don't know what you, okay. <laughs> this is a nice phone. Whose phone is this? Uh, that's, that's my phone. Wow. I, I saved money by switching over. Uh, it's only $8 a month for the service and the new phone. That's super. Like it's, it's a family plan, but because of the phones that are on it, technically adding that is only, yeah, yeah only yeah. eight, unlimited. Yep. That's awesome. For yeah. 10 years. Yeah. So I'm, everything's good. I'm excited about the trip tomorrow. There's a, a, a structured itinerary. Where are but you going? I'm going to Boston. I don't how do you Boston? Do you do you want to do that? What? Let's do this, okay? So here's how to speak Boston, so that way you know. Okay. Okay? So if a word ends in an R, you say ah. ah. <laughs> okay? <laughs> if if if, if the word ah. ends in an A like pizza, you add an R. Pizza. Yeah, you got Pizza. it. That's all you need to know. Also, the O sound. Here, give me a, yeah, give me okay? a word and I'll say it. So say the word, say the word in a Boston accent, the word not, N-O-T. How would you say that? Nah. You said nah. Nah. No. Nah. Usually you would say not, right? Nod. Not. Nod. But you would say not 
So it's an or sound. An or. Nord. 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 Like, no, it's Nord. No, it's Nord. No, it's Nord. So if somebody said, hey, it's dinner time, you would say? No, it's not. <laughs> See, <laughs> you sound you sound Bostonian. So, so <laughs> it would be really funny if somebody you had a conversation with someone, or you could like put this together uh, with a Boston accent. You think you can pull it off? Just like a short, like ten second, like clip. Are you talking to somebody and trying to see if they could tell where you were from? It's dinner time. It's- Yep. No. No, it's not. No, it's not. That's, that sounds Canadian. <laughs> no. Uh, here, no, here, here's, I, I, the, here's the microphone. Oh, I'm, I'm done. Huh? That's it? Yeah. That's it. Is there anything else you're looking forward to on the trip? No. There's nothing. Okay. All okay, right. Dennis. Thanks That's for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was the Dennis share, but it's it's good. I'm uh, I'm excited that you're flying first class, and oh, you're not doing. Are you do- really? No. Yeah. No, he's not. No, he's not. Um, so, but this did make us think, since you are traveling, that there's many times that I am. Uh, it's funny how traveling in sobriety, like traveling sober, and traveling how I used to travel, way different. The last trip that I did, I couldn't get my mind off of what the next point where I could have a drink. And then, if it was possible, for me to sneak drinks away and how I could be like, oh, we're on vacation, like we can do it. Or if it's like work, like, oh, well, nobody stays sober on work trips. You know, it's time to get away. And I never uh, thought that I would enjoy uh, doing it until I got sober. And some of the techniques that I used is making sure to always call my sponsor check in let them know what i'm doing so that way early in sobriety now it's like i'll go on trips sometimes i'll like forget to tell my sponsor you know after a few 24 hours or like my friends i'm like oh i'm going but the thought of a drink and the uh, addiction in my head of i need it i need it has gone away so many years ago that now i don't even think like i don't have anxiety about and maybe dennis you can speak on like the anxiety is like it's different. It's not about like how am I going to stay sober. It's almost like the stuff that you'll encounter probably with it. But for me, knowing that I can go anywhere, do anything, and also easily now with my phone look up where there are meetings. And there are just like so many around. So when I was – I. When I first got sober, I asked my sponsor if I should cancel a trip. So my sobriety day was September 8th. And on the 25th, I was supposed to go to Las Vegas for the very first time with a work trip. And he was like, you know what? I think, no, no. Oh, I, I, that's how many years I've been in. in so <laughs> it was a full year. <laughs> That I was sober at that point. And he said, well, you're already, you're at step 11 now. There's definitely an issue that you have if you can't actually go someplace. You're already, you know, meditating every morning at that point for a month. He said, you know, you have meetings to go to. So go, you'll be fine. That's your purpose. Your purpose is to go for work. So go for work and hit up a meeting. And I did, I think it was at, what's the... There's one next to the Bellagio. That's. Do you know Vegas, James? You've been no, to Vegas? I've no. Never been yet. Okay. 
I, how familiar are you? I no, not at all, Dennis. The MGM Grand. So it was the one right next to where I think the Bellagio has like the fountains and stuff that I went in there and they had a meeting. There was, I don't know, maybe like 10 people. None of them, well, one person was actually from there and hosted. Everybody else was just visiting. And we hung out for 40 minutes. There was no like set time to end. They were just kind of like, yeah, we can hang for whenever. Everybody was like, are you good? Yeah. So we headed out. So traveling sober is fun because then you don't have any uh, issues getting from place to place. <laughs> you don't have to worry about, oh, I got to get an Uber or everything else. Or, you know, back in the taxi days, you know, uh, you don't have to worry about any of that. So it's pretty, uh, pretty cool. So traveling sober uh, was the topic we tossed out. Dennis, what do you got? Where do you yes, want to take go. it? He went to Thailand. I've got nothing. Uh, yeah, I was gonna mention that. Your spoilers, James. Spoilers. Um, yeah, I'm not very well traveled. Like, what was it? My second year of being sober, I went to Thailand. That was sure. the only time I traveled. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was interesting because I was overcoming my anxiety and all of that, going across the world. It's the furthest I've ever been. I've never really been out of the country except for the Bahamas. Um, so when I went there, like I had it easy though, cause I went with my sponsor and my sponsee brother, I guess, you know, like our friend Jared. And so I was like the whole time I was with people that were sober, you know, and we went to a very remote place in Thailand where we didn't see a car or a police officer or anything. We were in the middle of the jungle for two weeks. And this is a, it's like a rock climbing place where people like all around the world go there to like climb rocks. And so most of the people there were either like locals that were working in the small restaurants and stuff or running these small little hotels. And then the rest were like dirt bags, which is what they call traveling rock climbers that were like. Well, that's the self-proposed nickname, not a derogatory term. But they're all, like, you know, young people who are athletic. So at night, they're, like, drinking in the bars, eating magic mushrooms and doing that kind of stuff. And then here we are, us three, just sober, hanging out. So it was definitely easy having someone there, right? So if an issue did come up, it would be... uh, why don't whisper i get distracted um so if something did come up i would have my sponsor right there with me but other things that i've been told is whenever you travel and stuff is like know one where the meetings are before you go so if you need to go to one you can and it's probably a good idea to keep the habits that you have so if you go to a meeting every day at home when you travel if you can go to a meeting every day just to keep up the routine, keep up your prayer and your meditation and whatever else you do in your program, just continue it. And then also have your sponsor's phone number on speed dial, (laughs) you know, so if something comes up, you can. And then also if you're going with family and loved ones, significant others or whatever, you know, be honest with them, you know, about how you feel and how your fears of traveling or whatever, right? So if you're going with your wife or your girlfriend or something, you or boyfriend or husband or whatever, you can 
tell them like, look, this is the first time I'm traveling. I'm nervous. Um, these are some signs you might want to look out for. Um, if I come to you and say I have to leave because of whatever reason, we should probably, you know, like set up a game plan so they know where you're at. So you're not alone and, and afraid or whatever. Um, but other than that, I'm not really well traveled. I, I, my closest experience is traveling to like my sister's houses on the holidays or like for family gatherings or whatever. Where one side, one sister, like her family, there are like people that come to those gatherings or whatever that might smoke marijuana, right? So they're the type of people that sneak off away and hide. And that's the group that I used to hang out with. But nowadays I don't do that. I spend more time with the people that are sober or at least not, you know, not indulging in the way that I used to indulge and with the children. And I build much more meaningful times with those people by staying away from it. But yeah, what do you got, James? Why do you always do that? I was waiting. You're so mean. So I'm, we're sitting in a gazebo, and I'm looking on the wall next to Dennis, and he just hawked loogies all over the wood post. I did not it do is that. disgusting. Did you do that? No, it's bad. Ugh, it's, you're flying. Nasty. Well, it's right you there. Knock my water in the dirt. Thanks and then for you, sharing, Dennis. Then, then you Dennis, it's James's turn. Stop lying. No, it is his turn. I'm sorry. He didn't hawk any loogies. I was, I'm sorry, Dennis. What can I do to make it up to you? I promise never to lie again to you. Give me your HBO mm-hmm. password. Don't do it. Anything but that. <laughs> so I'm traveling tomorrow, and I'm traveling with my wife. We're going to be in another state picking up our six-year medallion. So she'll be bringing those with us. And she's been looking on the app, the little app with the chair and she found a couple so we're not gonna have a car so we'll see what the situation is like um, but we're both i think she's bringing her computer or phone so we'll definitely have zoom uh if worse comes to worst i would like to go to at least one meeting while i'm there and um when i think about traveling i think about going to miami um three four five times a year and we we were going to the beach meetings on Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. And we would make it um, part of the trip. We'd stop on the beach at 7 a.m. and go pick up our seashell for the year. That was always fun. So something to look forward to. And um, very welcoming people. This was in Delray Beach. Um, one thing I've learned in AA is wherever you go, um, you're going to find your people. You're going to find, you know... The cranky old guys, the people who give you hugs and welcome you in. You're going to find the the young people that don't know what's going on. And just like any meeting, you're going to find what you're looking for. And being a recovered, sober alcoholic, I think I can be anywhere today and find my people. And I'll let you guys know if I go to a meeting. Um, I'm probably going to tap into a Zoom meeting. And I'm, I feel confident that I can go anywhere. Did you go to any meetings when you were in Thailand? We we tried to, but it was in another town. And then we went to that town, and we were like a day early. That <laughs> He went to another town to go to a meeting, and he was a day early. Yeah, That's incredible. It's because of the time change, right? 
I don't, <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember why, but it just yeah. We tried, but we didn't. Yeah, we got there and it was just empty and closed. And I'm excited to. I, I think I want to go to a meeting while I'm in Boston, at least one, just to hear all the funny accents, or at least the one between all of them. Do you know how to say <laughs> Bill Wilson and Doctor Bob with a Boston accent? You have any idea? Go for it. It's Bill Wilson and Dr. Bob. Huh? So Now do you know? I've heard it say that a Boston accent is not an accent at all. It's just people talking really bad. <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> it's so much hate right now. No, there's no hate. I'm only kidding. Um, I didn't make that up. It was a comedian. So I'm, I'm safe. I'm safe. There, there's the legend. He's back. Do a push-up. Oh, he's doing push-ups. <laughs> All right, so I'm excited. Um, I'll always pray before the flight, and I'll pray when I get off for a safe flight for my pilot and my co-pilot. Yeah, I think it's also important, like, uh, you, you plan on bringing any literature, or you got it all on your phone anyway right now? Yeah, just the phone's good. Phone. The phone. Yep, the phone. Hey, I mean, if it works for E.T., you know, is he, he's falling home. Ooh, that reminds but me. Yeah. I need to get some Reese's Pieces for That's the flight. right. You call them that? You call them Reese's Pieces? <laughs> yes, that's what they're called. No, that's what they're called. Pieces? You don't say pieces. Oh, pieces. I'm always so called, you say. I'm, you I'm, s- I'm with James on this one. I never thought about it either, but I've always called them Reese's. Pieces. You're spo- it Reese's rhymes. Pieces. Reese's pieces. pieces. It's not Reese's pieces. Quite, now on. you're. Che- We're not from Boston. We're from Florida, buddy. <laughs> I've now, always called them Reese's pieces. How about how about the peanut butter cup? You I've know how to say been, that with a Boston I've never accent? been called out on Reese's pieces. <laughs> Either. I never thought about it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> See? And now we've, we've learned nothing. Reese's, if you've taken away Reese's, nothing. That's what it's, you get for making fun of Boston accents. Wait, have you time. ever said Reese's Pieces? pieces? No. It's always been Reese's Pieces. But it, doesn't it seem like that's what it should be? Well, yeah. It should rhyme. That's why it's called Pieces. <laughs> and why no one says Reese's Pieces. <laughs> Everyone does. <laughs> You know, the the only time this this might be a little much, but I imagine when he gets up from you know doing his business, he says, "That's Reese's feces." <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, no. No. <laughs> okay. On that note, uh, I I would say, <laughs> hold on, hold on. I want to go back to my point that I was going to say. Uh, I the first many times that I traveled, because the big book was awfully thick. If I had to, I would bring in my carry-on when I traveled, if I flew, it would be that Living Sober book, which I think is still a piece of literature that is way, way underrated compared to a lot of the, the big It's It's just super easy. You know, it's like as you're just trying to get your brain put back together in early sobriety, I love Living Sober meeting every single, was it Saturday, Sunday? Saturday was, that was my home group. Every Saturday, my home group was a Living Sober meeting. And we would read a chapter, and some of the chapters are only like a page and a half. So, um, yeah, I would say thumb through that if you're new in sobriety or if you want to, like, kind of mix up your program. I know that really works for me. Any other notes, Dennis? I, I got a quick question. So a lot of people, when they travel, they typically like to battle that flight anxiety in the airplane or whatever. They would drink or take an Ambien or Xanax or something to, like, get through the flight. Now, being sober, have y'all had any experience? How do you, do you have any flight anxiety or how do you deal with long flights? 
without doing any of those chemicals. I would, I would never, I would never have, have an issue with it. I would say, I'm exci- I have excitement, just excitement. I can sleep or I can watch TV or listen to music. I'm good. Yeah, I was trying to think of who somebody said it uh, recently. I think it was a comedian, and that he bonded over another guy. Um, it was somebody famous too. Damn, it was essentially they were flying with their wife, and they're like, "Oh yeah," because um, you're only allowed either one or two like drinks at a time. So he ordered like drinks for both of them, and then like took hers <laughs> as well. And he's like, "Yeah, he's one of us," you know. It is immediately what I thought, but you know, not to go back to judging others like we talked about last week, but. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, I don't count that as judging. I want to... So, my wife is going, and she was... She she wants to check her bag. Like, I bought us suitcases that you can take on the plane with you. But she wants to check it. And I was like, no, you can put it on. She's like, oh, no, I don't want... Like, walking through an airport with a suitcase. And I, I just don't... I don't like having it. And I was like, but I'm doing it. She's like, yeah. But I was like... No. <laughs> you know, here's what you can do. Here's what you can do. Tell her that you read a story that people try on other people's clothes if they check the bag and just how gross that is. It's not so gross. So and she'll be walking right through. This is Mike. Here's some sober advice. <laughs> Lie to your spouse. Hey, what do I know? I was only divorced once. <laughs> I did, um... I was like, "Listen, I'll I'll be in charge of the bags. We'll we'll we're gonna get there two hours early, and then all you have to do is take it to the gate, and then I lift it up and I put it up for you. And like, and then we don't have to wait for the baggage." You know, she's like, mm. "First class too. It's gonna be a lot of room." Right? You know, yeah, first class ticket, man. That's, I don't know, I don't get that. It's bougie. Well, congratulations on uh, having an opportunity to fly sober, huh? It's like one of the things, the promises that aren't on that list. I guess, I guess it's like freedom to, what is it? Freedom to uh, explore the world. Is that in there, Dennis? I don't and the know. promises? I don't know. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, we read it like once, you know, Larry. <laughs> Look at my shirt. <laughs> oh, that's a nice, that's a nice card. That's good. Well, let's wrap up this week's episode okay. uh, on traveling sober and uh, wish you a safe flight. James. I don't know. Look through the whole thing. Make sure you put on your face mask before other people. I'm more worried about how I'll get there tomorrow. That guy has a special stick to yeah. balls. All right. That's not quite. Yeah, that's that's good. <laughs> You're talking about the tennis balls. That's disgusting. Okay. <laughs> well, let's wrap up the episode. We'll be back next Thursday sharing our experience, strength, and hope. Yep, with you. Everything looks good down here. Episode, guys, episode 194 with an effective character is entirely right out of all these character defects you yeah, yeah, Remember... When you travel with God, you're never alone. And we'll see you next time.